0: It is completely appropriate and okay to just take that perfectionism and just throw it out the window. Welcome to the Million Dollar Landscaper Podcast. We're your hosts, Scott and Katie Mulchan, and we make it easy to start working on, not just in your landscaping business. We're a real couple that helped grow our family business to well over a million dollars in revenue. And now we help other landscaping business owners just like you to do the same. Are you ready to build your business? Let's get started. Before we get into today's show, a big thank you to our sponsor, SendJim. If you want to get the lead you want and turn your current clients into raving fans, then you need to try SendJim. They've created an exclusive offer just for our listeners. If you sign up today, you can get your first month for just $2. So if you haven't already, go to sendjim.io forward slash MDL where you can get even more exclusive deals just for Million Dollar Landscaper podcast listeners. That's sendjim.io forward slash MDL and take advantage of these awesome deals today. Welcome back, everybody. Today, we're going to talk about perfectionism. More specifically, I want you to take that perfectionism and just throw it out the window. Just forget about it. Get rid of it. <laughs> and I guess I should say specifically, I want you to forget about perfectionism when it comes to working on your business.
1: Yeah, this is something distinguished. Like, we want you to do a good job out there. Don't get us wrong. You need be strive for perfection on the job site, but this... A little yes. different.
0: Well, because a lot of landscaping business owners, you have that feeling all the time of like, oh God, I got to get, together. Gotta get mm-hmm. it together. I got to get it together. I got to, I mean, you, you know, it's just that feeling of, I know I need to do more, but it's it's hard because yeah. as a business owner, you are used to doing that field work. And that Mm kind of has to be a little bit perfect. Like you can't install wonky patios. You can't like mow grass and blow it on customers' houses. So coming from that standpoint of you're used to having to do things perfect, I think that's where um, it's easy to get a little bit stuck. Absolutely. But here's the thing. It's (laughs) when you are working on your business, like on the business part, it is completely appropriate and okay to just take that perfectionism and just throw it out the window. This is where the saying done is better than perfect actually comes into play and it's okay. (laughs) I had dinner with a friend recently and she was like, I hate that saying. But in her defense, she comes from like more of like a bookkeeping background where Mm -hmm. once again, like things have to be a little bit perfect.
1: Yeah, again, certain things.
0: So there's a time and a place. But when it comes to working on your business, we're going with done is better than perfect. You've heard us say before, you got to do it a little bit dirty. And that's 100% exactly what we're talking about. Take your perfectionism and chuck it.
1: This comes into play a lot of times we see with landscapers, like you said, want to work on their business. You know, they're trying to get whatever their forms or checklists or procedures and everybody wants to get it perfect.
0: Yeah, well, and you might be sitting there and you're like, I am not a perfectionist. You know, this isn't (laughs) me. But really sit and think about it like, OK, if you're not working on your business, if you're not taking those steps to work on the actual business part of things, then like, why aren't you doing it? Other than time. None of us have any time. Nobody hit. You're never <laughs> going to magically have more time. So take the time. Um, I hate to use the word excuse because, it, I mean, it is a real thing, but take the time, Throw just set that to the side. OK, why aren't you getting started? Because you might have a little more of these perfectionist tendencies than you think, because I definitely I've never thought of myself as a perfectionist. Like I'm definitely a high-achieving person, you know. I have like that internal drive to push myself, but I never thought I was a perfectionist.
1: I do that a lot. I'm getting better at it, yeah, a lot better at it. But I would hold on to things and not do everything or not release things until I thought it was perfect, and it hurt
0: me. Yeah. Well, so I went ahead and like looked up some of the traits of perfectionism just to Mm -hmm. kind of see what they were. I'm like, okay, if we're gonna talk about this, let's maybe like look these up and see what they really say. So here's what I came up with. Um, (laughs) One of the first one. It's that all or nothing thinking. It's it's Ricky Bobby. If you ain't, if you ain't first, <laughs> you're last. That's right. <laughs> so, um, and that so so that can be something. Like if mm-hmm. you're either all in and it's all done and it's all perfect, or you're not even gonna do it. Yeah. So that, yeah, I don't necessarily. That's suffer. That's,
1: that's how I am. Yes,
0: yeah, and like I think
1: that was a lot of from my upbringing. You had to do it. You had to do it perfect, and it <laughs> has to be prim and proper all the time. And yeah, like I said, there's a time and place for everything. But
0: yes, I, like I, once I, we said once again, we are not letting. Do not start slacking off on like doing the actual bookie- field work.
1: Bookkeeping, bookkeeping, well,
0: bookkeeping, yeah, field work, (laughs) things that have to have a certain level of perfectionism. But no, working on your business, go ahead and just take a little Mm -hmm. bit. The next characteristic that I looked up, and it's highly, you're highly critical of yourself. Instead of taking in pride in what you've accomplished, you, um, you look for mistakes and imperfections. And mm-hmm. I never really thought about that because I definitely do that one. Like if somebody's mm-hmm. like, oh, you did such a good job on blah, blah, blah. I'm the person that will be like, oh, no, but I did this wrong, this wrong, this wrong. Like yeah. I do. I I will pick everything I do apart and look for what I did wrong instead of being like giving myself a pat on the back for what um, I did right. And yeah. I never really thought about that.
1: No, I never have it either. It's true.
0: I can see Yeah, well. <laughs> I know. Uh, so then the next one was you're pushed by fear. Like a high achieving person is they're pulled toward their goal and they're happy with like the journey. They're happy to take the steps to get to that goal. The perfectionist, they're working towards the goal, but they're doing it more because they're like afraid of what's going to happen if they don't get there. So I thought that was a pretty interesting one.
1: Yeah, I can see that.
0: Yeah. Uh, You're probably going to laugh at this next one (laughs) because this is another one that I didn't realize that I do all the time unrealistic standards.
1: <laughs> That's a big one.
0: Yes, you, you set goals that aren't always reasonable because high achievers, they'll set their goal high. But once again, they'll kind of just enjoy getting to that goal and they'll enjoy going further on like to the next goal. Perfectionists will set their initial goals out of reach. Like, I've actually had friends of mine tell me that, like, I've got to pump the brakes that I I might set unrealistic goals. You do this a
1: lot of times with with what you want to accomplish every day. You come in, like, a a hundred things that you want to do today, and we're like, we're only going to get to ten of these.
0: oh, we're lucky if we get to 10. Yeah. yeah. No. Oh yeah. the Yeah. My you girlfriend that I worked with for a number of years, Like I was her supervisor mm-hmm. and I'd be like, bla, 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 we're going to do this and this. We're going to do She's like, pick three of those. Pick three. Yeah. We will do three. And I'm like, no, but, but, and she's like, no, buts. So, but I never thought of that as perfectionism. I just kind of have always considered myself a little driven. So. <laughs> wording, all yeah. in the wording. All right. The wording. Right. So no, I knew you'd get a kick out of that one. So. Maybe, yeah, just work on reeling in your
1: well, own. I do this I find myself that with time like I think I can do all these things and then something pops up and oh, you completely see this all the time. derails you yeah. yeah, you see this all the time and anything I do. I'm like, yeah, oh, I can do this.
0: yes but, well, and this man. one ties well into the next characteristic and that's um, you are depressed by unmet goals. Yeah. So perfectionism. Our uh, perfectionists are—they're uh, less happy and easygoing than high achievers. Um, perfectionists <laughs> tend to beat themselves up and wallow when their high expectations aren't met. Somebody Guilty. Gets like that, yeah. Guilty. Yeah. Well, it's hard, and I don't know how to turn it off. Like I do wish I sometimes wish I knew how to turn it yeah. off.
1: But... You did that in, a lot in this okay. business here.
0: I why are you call me out for everybody? But I do. But I'm trying to get better at wallowing for a minute and then getting over it and moving forward. Well, that's how
1: I'm like, I get mad at myself, but then I'm like...
0: You move on quicker than me. Got to keep
1: looking forward. Can't look past.
0: Yeah. No, I would say I wallow. But once Mm -hmm. again, these are not things... I never thought of these as perfectionism. I Mm -hmm. really didn't. So I was maybe raised to be a little more of a perfectionist than I thought. Mm -hmm. I'm going to obviously blame my parents. I mean, I'm only 43. Why why would I take responsibility (laughs) for my own actions? So... Um, but anyway, so yes, if you're depressed by your unmet, unrealistic, high achieving goals, then maybe you're a little bit of perfectionist and need to bring it down. Yeah, yeah. So no, this has actually been a good exercise. And this is forcing me to look in the mirror a little mm-hmm. bit and maybe just my attitude.
1: That's so, going to happen.
0: The next one was a fear of failure. You're more mm-hmm. afraid to fail. You'll put things off because you're so afraid of doing them wrong. And this is where the doing it dirty comes in. And I don't think you and I suffer from that quite as much. I mean, we'll do things. I mean, we've yeah. done, I mean, the list of things we've done wrong is vast. Oh, yeah. Real well, that's, long. How, that's
1: how I learn. I just go in and dive in and We go both kind of just cannonball yeah. into
0: things and maybe should put more thought into them. I don't know.
1: That's where you and I kind of work out because... I'll just go and do it and yeah. you think about things Louis, more than I do and I'll uh, just dive in yeah. and then it's nice to hear your input on it. So I'm like, oh, maybe I should do this or I should have thought of this. Or,
0: uh, true.
1: So it kind of works well, out. Well,
0: because I tend to think of like 487 angles mm. when I'm looking at something and you'll think of like one to three. Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> yeah. that's just, I think I'm a very general thinker. I have a hard time narrowing down on specific things and you're much more not narrow minded. <laughs> no, just you. Yeah, you're you're better at zoning in on things. Uh, I
1: mean, don't get me wrong. I get nervous about things, but I don't think I let it hold me back. Like, I'm always open to new ideas and trying things and and seeing.
0: Once again, this is where if you find yourself you know just standing around and you're you're really just afraid to put yourself out there and do it, and this, then it, you you might have a little perfectionism going on and
1: now now you say that I got thinking about too, like I think a lot of business owners and I can see this was happening with my dad. he would not want to do new things, like water features, for example, mm-hmm. when we first started talking about doing water features more, and ah, that won't work out here, yeah. And I think it's because he was afraid of it and, you know, didn't want. I mean, I get it. You don't want to lose money, uncharted but,
0: territory, yeah. but
1: you can't let those things kind of hold you back. If you do your research and figure it out or look do at do
0: research and it's reasonable to try it, you know, you're yeah. not you know, like water features isn't something that requires a huge investment up front. Yeah. It's not like you had to go buy specialized equipment or yeah. anything.
1: Even listening to your employees like I know this, like I come in, I have a plan of what we're going to do for that job or whatever. But then you'll hear from somebody else like another foreman like, well, why don't we try it this way? Mm-hmm. Well, sometimes we get stuck in that mindset that, no, this is the way are going to do it. Do you think that's
0: fear of failure or do you think that's being stubborn? Little 50 50 cocktail a bit, right there, a little bit yeah. of both, little bit of Because day, a well, sometimes
1: you're going off <laughs> of what you have done in the past. I think, yeah, and you know this works. Yes, but sometimes you need to like open your mind a little bit and try some of the things that I you know, I'm you're just making sure to, we're not yeah. derailing, and getting off topic. No, because this is feel
0: of, yeah, fear of failure.
1: But I think you know we know this works, so we're going to do it this way.
0: Alrighty. On that note, we'll move to the next one: procrastination. <laughs> you think it would be the other way around? You would think if you were a perfectionist, you just like you would just want to get it done and get it done. But sometimes perfectionists can spend so much time worrying about not doing it perfectly that they'll like freeze up a little bit Mm -hmm. and end up not doing anything. Instead of doing it dirty, they'll just do nothing. Something to think about. If you find yourself dragging your feet, you might have a little perfectionism going on with that. Because I definitely drag my feet when I have too many ideas and I can't pick which one I want to do. Sometimes you just have to pick one thing and just start doing it mm-hmm. and doing it dirty. You have to just pick yeah. one and go for it. Yeah. There's no other way around it. Just find something to do it. <laughs> so, And then the last thing that they had was low self esteem. It was just being critical and rigid with yourself. And then that can make you push other people away. So I think that just kind of ties into just being really hard on yourself if you're not doing it to the unrealistic standards that you have set for yourself. So yeah. these were really eye-opening because I, honest to goodness, really never thought of either one of us as perfectionists. You maybe more than I, but yeah. I, ugh, that, this was a mirror in the face. So. <laughs> Well,
1: it's important to understand that. That way you can go about fixing it and and addressing those issues. So,
0: Well, and so if you've heard me rattle these off, and even if only a couple of them apply to you, just, you know, take a minute, look Mm -hmm. at your business. Is there something that you've been meaning to do or work on, but you have been putting it off because you are afraid that you're not going to get it right or you're Mm -hmm. not 100% sure where to start? So just go ahead and start just taking action on it. And if you don't know where to get started, find somebody that does. Luckily, Mm -hmm. we live like in the age of the interwebs where I'm pretty sure you can YouTube any anything. Everything's on the internet.
1: Google, anything you can.
0: Yeah, it's all on there. (laughs) Well, and this is why we created the A Million Dollar Academy, because we know and realize that it's hard to figure out where to start Mm -hmm. and what to work on. But we never wanted anybody to not take action because they didn't know what to do. This is why
1: we say do it dirty all the time in the academy. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, and we have put together like what we're calling playbooks inside Mm -hmm. of the academy because it can just kind of guide you through whatever you want to work on. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, you want to know your numbers. We've got a playbook for that. Um, You want to know how to price your work. don't know what you should be charging, we have a playbook for that. Because these playbooks help just get past that. Not doing anything because you don't know what to do. And we 100% support the just get started. And Mm -hmm. like we said, do it dirty. You can always come back and fix it. You can always come Mm -hmm. back and revisit it. So
1: kind of going back to even just getting started, like the bookkeeping, for example, we say you got to be perfect on this. And it's true. I just had a meeting with one of our members and their books were not perfect. Mm -hmm. And so now we're working through it, trying to figure out how to go about fixing it. So even that wasn't done perfect. He got started and did something and now we're going through and tweaking. This is something you need to do
0: right as a, so as there's a couple things in play here. Like it was OK that they weren't perfect. It's always fixable, Mm -hmm. but the sooner you fix it, the better. (laughs) That's why we have playbooks. And so people aren't afraid to just get started because I just want people to know that like, even if you like majorly mess up or blub something up, like it's okay. You have probably messed up something in the past. Think of your business. Maybe it was a job that you did for somebody, or maybe it was something on the business end. But guess what? Are you still here? You're like, you're not dead. It might've really sucked at the moment, but you're still here and you'll, you'll be okay. (laughs) You will get through it. This has been happening to me a lot lately. Anyone who's on our email list might have noticed. I think I have messed up three emails in the past two weeks. I sent out one that was like a previous draft of an email I had already sent because whatever, I messed it up in our software. I think we sent things out. We ran a sale recently. We sent out the end email before that started because I just put in the date wrong. I think I messed up another one too. Anyway,
1: the links I think was I think one.
0: messed up some links. So maybe I need to do things a little less dirty. No, maybe <laughs> I need to be a little more picky on my things. No, I'm just saying. There was a time in my life where it would have killed me that I messed these up. I would have felt so bad. I would have just been like, oh, my God, I'm so stupid. I can't believe this. Why did I do this? But I was more gracious with myself this past time than I've ever been in my life. I was like, you know what? We've been busy. It's spring. Tell me a landscaper that isn't busy in the spring. We've just been really busy. And I've been trying to crank out a lot of stuff. And I made some mistakes. I just moved on. I really didn't do anything about it. I didn't even send out apology emails because I was like, at this point, what's the point? It's not going to do anything. I just I hope that people were like... We'll read it and be like, oh, she had a bad day and just move on and just be and be gracious with me about it. Mm-hmm. And so
1: mistakes happen. They do. Well, look at any job that you've done in the past. You've made mistakes and you learned from those mistakes and now you have improved. You know, I can tell you the first water feature I did was terrible.
0: Well, well yeah, I by, terrible, by t- but it was it was functionally yes. fine. But by today's standards kind of really ugly
1: yeah so <laughs> we, we've grown and we've improved so well and
0: thing. your rock placement in your ponds is somewhere you had to mm-hmm. give up your perfectionism because when you Power. were training somebody else to come in and take over the pond crew for you you couldn't sit there and nitpick mm-hmm. about their rock placement even mm-hmm. if it wasn't exactly what you would have done
1: should have turned it 90 degrees i
0: know you you all <laughs> you you have that eye for rock design but you had to get past it yep, you realized at some point there's and no reason to nitpick i actually ponds. learned
1: that from uh greg woodstock the owner oh, of aquascape because one of the trainings we went through with him and he. Talked about one of his head guys taking over, who currently is a head guy, mm-hmm. taking over his position doing that. And I remember him saying, like, he got to the job site and thought it was terrible.
0: Hey, but if the homeowner likes it,
1: exactly. And the homeowner came out, oh, it looks beautiful. And then his whole mindset kind of changed from there, realizing
0: it's their said, pond. Yeah, yeah. They like it. Cool.
1: Yeah. But yeah. then from there on, he started teaching the guys, you know, different things. But the same thing goes here. You have to start somewhere. Start dirty, start getting started, or start getting going on it, and you can always improve.
0: Right. Yeah. So I don't know. Like I said, this gave me a lot to think about stuff Mm -hmm. that when I initially came up with the idea for this podcast, it was because of the dinner I had with my friend where I was like, done is better than perfect. And she's like, oh, I hate that. So I'm like, oh, we got to talk about this. (laughs) But then once I really once I sat and looked up some of these characteristics, it was it was pretty eye opening. So, Mm -hmm. you know, sit back, take a look at your business, see what you can start doing dirty now. Like what's something that you can just go ahead and take action on? And Mm -hmm. if you mess it up, You know, just be easy on yourself. Don't beat yourself up about it.
1: Yeah, Always move forward. Just keep moving forward. That's all you can do.
0: All right. On that note, I've got some pod deck questions for Scott. We'll start with this one. Scott, would you rather have creamy or chunky peanut butter? I actually don't know your preference, and you would think I I would. I've been buying peanut butter for years.
1: I prefer crunchy. Really? Yeah. Okay. I like like the little crunch of the... I was going to say that.
0: you like it a little nutty, but then okay. again, I'm a nerd, and I'm like, well, actually, peanuts are legumes, not nuts. <laughs> and then things oh, get boy. weird, and so I will just not nerd <laughs> all over that, but all right. Scott likes it a little crunchy. Um What is left on your bucket list? Oof. There's probably a lot.
1: Yeah. I don't think I've really even started my bucket list. No? Well, we want to—I know you and I both, we want to travel across the country. We do. In, a, in our— Camper, or RV, or whatever. Oh yeah. So we—that's definitely high up. And I want to just travel more. I want to see more of the country. We never traveled when I was little. So
0: yeah. Well, you grew up farming, mm-hmm. and so you guys couldn't leave. And my parents—we weren't actively farming. My dad just never wanted to go anywhere. So well, my dad collects antique cars, and so I've been to like every junkyard and swap meet <laughs> in like a fifty-mile radius around here. So I mean. I've been all those yeah, but so I think uh, that's why we're
1: we together. We want to travel so. across the country. I
0: think so cuz yes as a small child I wasn't real enthused with the junkyards and you probably mm-hmm. weren't real enthused without going you know anywhere. Mm-hmm. So
1: I guess I didn't know any better when I growing up and then when I got older mm-hmm. I guess started seeing other friends were like oh we're going here we're going here I'm like huh That's kind of cool.
0: Yeah, I don't think I knew any better, but I remember being in probably like um, middle school. Like somebody came to the school and gave a talk about like environmental something. I don't remember if it was like, you know, those groups where you can get like a summer job and go like work at national parks and like work on trails. It was it was something along those lines. But I remember just being like floored. By the pictures that they were showing and the things that were out there. Because I'm like, these places exist. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this is amazing. This is so much better than Northwest Indiana. Not that Northwest Indiana is bad, but well, I think I we we would.
1: never. Went, I never went camping really until I met you. Okay, so.
0: I at least had gone camping. Yeah. But it was once again, just like within a hundred mile yeah. radius of my house. We yeah. didn't really go super far, but we at least went somewhere. So anyway, so you're All ready right, to hit the let's, road. Okay. Let's go. Oh, this is a good one. What's the dumbest way you've been injured? Oof so many options
1: i didn't think about that one
0: i have one that's right on the top of my head but i want to be interesting to see what you say i figured this is a good one for landscapers because i'm just saying in general we've probably all done some pretty silly things
1: i mean i've taken a saw blade my fingers i've clipped my fingers with clippers
0: that's the one i was thinking i was like some
1: plants and i was looking away not looking at where Mm -hmm. i was clipping and it the tip of my finger off. That was a good one. That's
0: the one I had in mind because that was mm-hmm. just flat out. You weren't paying attention. Mm-hmm. So.
1: I had another one where I was rotating a rock towards the bucket of a mini skidster and it smashed it. That was a pretty good one. That was a good oh, slice. Oh, smashed your finger? Yeah, it got like slid between the edge of the bucket and the rock. Ooh, and I don't remember I this got one. Stuck. That was when we were pretty far away. I just kind of let it bleed and I wrapped it up. But
0: mm-hmm. Please <laughs> don't take medical advice from Scott. Just let it bleed. Wrap it it's up. It's fine. It's fine. So.
1: Rub some dirt on it.
0: Yep. Well... Yeah. Those are pretty That's, good. But yeah, yeah, no, the clipping end the end of your thing. finger off was the one I had in mine because that was just flat out, you weren't paying attention. Well, the
1: other one was like one of the serrated saw blades. I was yeah. cutting a tree branch and the same stupid thing I did, I looked away. Dude, was pay a attention. Was and cutting. I still have the scar on that one. That was a good looking one.
0: away when you have sharp yeah. things in your hand. Yeah you seriously, think i learned Seriously. All right. Well, thanks for joining us today. Um, and don't forget to drop us a comment. Let us know what you're doing dirty. Just don't be afraid to get started. And if you need some help, check out the Million Dollar Academy. We're happy to at least get you started in the right direction. Yep. Thanks
1: for joining us today. Have a great day. Hey, everyone. Just want to thank you again for joining us today. If you enjoyed today's podcast, we do ask you for one quick favor. Could you please head over to iTunes and leave us a review? A five-star review is even better. But it helps us get our rankings up and help us spread our message.